welcome to episode 38 of FTF Podcast. That's right. F star 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 of the future. I'm Drew Toothpaste. With me, as always, eternally, is Ed Zitron. Ed, Wagwan. I'm here eternally. What do you say Wagwan? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just yeah, that's that's how we speak to each other. We'll just do like weird patois, but no, I I'm okay. I'm sick, which is great. I love getting sick. I get sick. What's great with me is I get sick like three times a year, and it just it it only it can only be two things. It's either it will last a day and I'm slightly annoyed, or it will last like a week and a half and it fucking kills me and I'm pissed off, which I realize is not a great difference from my usual temper. <laughs> but it's not a huge change in my usual my usual demeanor. I, it's like, oh, Ed's pissed off. <laughs> it must be a day that ends with why. I'm like always I went to Mexico. That was oh cool. shit. That's right. That's right. I saw uh uh I saw some. Uh, you sent me some photos from it, and it, it was nice, right? And you went where? I went to Puerto Vallarta or Punta Mita, or one of those two places I just named. Man, the only place, uh, and I told you this, is not relevant. The only place I've ever been in Mexico is Tijuana. And I got the full Montreal treatment, which is I... In Tijuana? Yeah, yeah. No, because I, I, well, it, it was dissimilar from Montreal. But I went down and right. I was like, okay, I know Spanish. I got this. And I was like, hola, like, cuanto cuesta? trying to give him the best Spanish. And the guy just like sighs and looks at me and he's like, look, it's like 1100 pesos. Fucking hell, mate. I'm from London. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Plonker. (laughs) Oh my God. If I got called a plonker in Tijuana, that would have been like, oh, mm. chef kiss. I do admit when I, when I uh, went to Penn state in college, um, is really funny because, uh, I used, that used to, I used to get asked for directions because I'm an extremely white guy, and I guess that that stands out in Pennsylvania as a guy you'd ask directions. Now, already I should add, I am not good with directions, but also I like had just moved there at the time, so people were like, "Hey, can you help me? Um, I'm trying to work out where to go." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, mate, don't know where to go," and they always look at me like I just gone like <laughs> the look on their face was just complete astonishment, just. What the fuck? Were they uh, like they? Uh, were you like in incomprehensible? Like they just expected, they just expected not. They, their reaction was like uh, they expected something else, and they got. And back then, I had a much thicker accent because this was like two thousand and five. And I admit, I was putting it on a bit because it was fun. It's fun. To <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Especially when someone in like central PA is asking for directions. Not, no, I don't know where. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I don't know, don't know the area. Sorry, mate. <laughs> hey, I actually made a lot of friends. This this would happen a lot. I should add. Like this was not like a an occasional problem. Like this would happen like once or twice a week. Yeah. Like, just because I'd be, and I, so my thing as well was I'd walk everywhere because I didn't have a car, couldn't even drive back then. So I'd walk everywhere. So everyone would just see me like milling around town. And I roughly knew where I was going because anywhere compared to London is super easy to navigate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because in London is just like someone dropped a bunch of spaghetti on the floor and they went, yes, fucking write some names on that shit. And we got a town moving on. <laughs> when the actual reason is that it got bumped to bits, but moving on. But nevertheless, Penn state is just even more of a grid than New York. Yeah. So you just like, if you roughly can see like any kind of thing that looks slightly familiar, you can work out the entire place. Okay. So I just walk around people like, Hey man, do you know how to get to it? Well, now I don't know where I'm going. Sorry. And that was actually completely true. I knew where I was roughly. Yeah. I knew a thing was roughly in that area. I knew where my dorms were and where my classes were. Anything else was just beyond me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they just kind of look at me weird and they go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Actually, it is an FTF thing, completely different subject. I've noticed uh, I got one, got the Apple card. Everyone made fun of me. Everyone makes fun of me anyway, but 
really made fun of me for this Apple card and getting that. So what is because so what is so I've seen the Apple card. It's basically a credit card. But it is It's basically a credit card from Apple. Is it like easier to check out from places or yeah, so I I'll get I'll get to the end at the beginning, I guess. But basically, it just revealed to me how often I already use it because, like, I never leave the house. Yeah, I order from DoorDash. Yeah, I like get Amazon packages, and then I go outside to Walgreens to get my medicine, and then I go home. Yeah, and if there's any opportunity for me to not pull my phone out, sorry, not pull my wallet out, I'll take it. So. I've got quite used to sending, like, transactions. Sorry, sending transactions. I fucking know. I know how shit works. Do we? Um, no, I, I've got quite used to um, to buying stuff with Apple Pay anyway, which is just you double tap the side of your phone, and then you, it looks at your face, and then it goes boop, and it pays, which rules. Right. Yeah, it does. I, I do that. Yeah. 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 An Apple card is just you get 1% off of anything, I think it's 1% back on anything you spend, 2% if you use your if you use Apple Pay. Okay. And 3% if you buy from Apple. So, ba- oh yeah, that's the other transaction I do. Like we buy stuff on Apple TV. Right, right. Yeah. So for me, like specifically me, it's like you can use it with DoorDash, which we use all the time because we're lazy bastards. And like we just use it for that and we use it for like my it's just really insane actually how much i use it so i've been really enjoying this card because it's just like hey here's a bunch of money for stuff you were already doing yeah right i don't mean that in a salesy way i mean just like in a like in that actual way so i've actually been using it it is just a credit card though like just it's a slightly easier to get money back on like it's just and everyone freaked out about it because it's like oh well it's got pre- it's got like a 20 percent interest rate or something like that it's like yeah every credit card does and i pay off all my credit cards immediately anyway i always have it's just free money i guess i don't know i've been really happy with it but everyone's pissed off at apple because <laughs> well they're all pissed off today because apple didn't really like they did this naughty, naughty thing where they uh, have not been paying a working wage in China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's also... Which is fucked up because the labor rights over there are already terrible. Yeah, right, exactly. So, like, to fuck up in China, you really... You gotta really fuck up bad. Yeah, if, right. You ba- Yeah, you basically have to... Uh be in like Falun Gong. Oh man, I I don't I don't want to get too deep into PRC politics. What's Jimmy, what's, is that Jim, where Jimmy Fallon's from? <laughs> oh my god. No. So no. Yes. I, yeah, he is uh Jimmy Fallon Gong. And women are from Venus. Yeah. <laughs> no, that the also uh, in China? Uh, I get I've been getting spam calls. Now you don't speak you don't speak Mandarin, do you? You don't speak Mandarin Chinese. No. I don't either. I've been getting calls all the time and it plays a recording in Chinese and I've I've not been able to figure out from where it comes. I mean it's it's calling from a New York like a Manhattan number 212 area code. And it starts off and it says Ni Hao, which I know what that is, which means what... And you're like, Ni Hao. You're like desperate to... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know that, bud. Hey, 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 man. Hey. I'm ready to speak Chinese. Yeah. Que tal? You're like pumped up. Bonjour. Hey, yeah. what's up, dude? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, bonjour. <laughs> uh, what one? <laughs> but no, so it's just the spam call. Yeah. And... Uh, I've been trying to figure it out, and it doesn't matter how long. Like I've left it on speakerphone, and it's just kept going. And then I, the furthest I was able to find is that it's something tied to uh, to Falun Gong, which is I'm I'm not going to go into it. It's uh, some kind of maybe religious, maybe cultural thing. Uh, some people like it. Sounds like the beginning of a wild adventure. Yeah, uh, like you'll answer the phone, and someone will be there, and the go they'll be like. That you want to talk. Right. Hey, it's me from the future, and I know Mandarin now. Listen up, motherfucker. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. That would have... It's like it's you trying to warn yourself. Yeah, it's me after uh, after the resource war of 2067. It's me calling myself saying, hey, stock up. Now, this is weird, but stock up on palladium. You're really going to need this. <laughs> like 48, 48 years, you're going to need some rare earth elements as well. Just, you know, go ahead. Create a you vault. It's a mithril. <laughs> is mithril. Is mithril real? I, I really, it's one of those things where I'm like, is that actually real? You know, I think uh, uh, I think mithril is uh, only in D and D, but there's some other stuff that's real. Maybe cinnabar, like that's cinnabon. You're thinking of? <laughs> I think like myrrh and frankincense. Those are real. Yeah, th- those are all like the Jesus metals. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know how. To- I read, read the Bible. I've been, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm totally, uh, I mean, I'm never like quite totally lucid, which is just a consequence of, uh, of. Now my brain's just constantly looking for things to hook onto that it knows so it can go, Hey, I'm awake. Oh, oh, right. No, it is. Absolutely. And, uh, this is why, uh, in in my house, uh, I've never been able to just leave the TV on. If somebody's watching it, I don't care. But I can't do yeah. I can't do being in the house and the TV's on all the time and nobody's watching it and it's always making noise and stuff. I can't I can't do that. It just makes it so I cannot pay attention to anything. And I realize that's right. I, no, I realize plenty of people just have the TV on all the time. It, and it doesn't bother that I can't deal with. Like, I can't deal with just... I can deal with if I'm watching something. Oh, yeah, sure. But I can't sure. deal with the, the... Like, I know people who have, like, CNBC on all day. And that is just white noise. Oh, it absolutely. completely insane. A very knowledgeable-seeming white noise, but ultimately conveying no meaning at all. <laughs> and uh, Jim Cramer is just there going... Buy my buy my poop. <laughs> buy my ass. Buy my piss and turds. I like the idea of flicking on the TV and Jim Cramer's just screaming, buy my ass. Yeah, he's like saying, You gotta invest in my ass, you gotta do it. <laughs> he's like in that like his short sleeve shirt, just like yelling at the screen that you gotta buy his buy his turds. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, no, I've been, uh, uh, I've been having something great happen lately as in like the past couple years where, you know, two or three nights a week, I'll just, uh, I'll sleep like two hours or three hours and then I'll just wake up and that's it. And I'm just totally hundred percent. It's like uninfluenced by, uh, what I ate or, or my exercise, except, if I mess up any of the variables, if I if I don't get exercise, uh, if if I don't have, you know, the right kind of food intake and whatever else, and it, then it happens more often, which is great. Uh, but uh, you know, I usually go to bed about 11, 11, 12 o'clock at night, and usually try to wake up about seven in the morning. But sometimes I wake up at like two or three, and. Uh, that's just uh that's just great and and i've looked and there's all this tech shit you can buy do you do any like sleep technology i used to work for one i used to work for one that uh peter thiel actually invested in really did it did it work it yes (laughs) it was like it was like well no my my bitterness around it is like they shut down oh okay along with like along with like my money oh shit okay all right yeah so i just did not get paid ah at the end yeah to be fair neither did they so i mean you win some you lose some yeah but it was this orb that you used to attach to your pillow and it was actually pretty it was pretty accurate and it used to tell me like roughly when to wake up and i used to feel like somewhat better but I also have this weird thing where, like, I I sleep like eight hours a night. I am I am extremely I am like thirty three. Took a second to remember that. That's a good sign. And I 
like I I sleep eight hours a night. I go to bed like I went to bed at like eleven last night, which is like late for me. And I feel like shit today, and I'm gonna blame that on why I'm sick for no reason. But my general feeling is like I I always feel kind of shitty if I sleep less than eight hours, and I just feel okay if I do. So I don't know what anything does to me ever. Yeah, I, if yeah. I work out hardcore, I always feel good though in the morning. I have like that kind of pleasant ache. Where I'm like, yeah, I fucking brought the pain today. And like, that feels great. Well, one thing, uh, uh, one thing I did notice and you know, it's a, it's, it's horrible. You can't get it in most States in the United States. I went, uh, you know, you could smoke weed or whatever in, in Canada. Uh, but I got CBD oil. But it was, yeah. uh, it was like actual, it wasn't like in a lot of places in America, you can get a little bit of CBD, which is cannabidiol. And, uh, they're like, oh, you know, it helps you sleep. It works on anxiety. I don't know how much any of that is true, but, uh, it does. Well, real CBD oil does. Real. But yeah. It's the, yeah. So that's the, the trick. That is the problem. That's the trick is that you have to have a little bit of THC in it. And it doesn't even have to be enough that you really get buzzed or anything. It's just you take it and it's like you go to sleep and and everything's fine. It's not like taking Benadryl and it feels like somebody's pushing a pillow over your face and like forcing you into the fucking shadow realm. Uh, it, it's real gentle and it works real well. And, you know, I went, you know, I was sleeping wherever uh, some shitty bed or wherever in a hot room and I go to sleep and I wake up seven hours later and I feel great. Uh, I had to throw it away before coming back here, uh, which was a, I wish, I wish that happened to me. I, I, the only weed that actually works on me is like vaping and I always feel sick. Well, not sick, but like, I feel like I do right now. Like I have a cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I just found, uh, so you've heard that there's been a rash of people who have been getting wildly sick off vaping. I, I have seen that, but I consider it not my problem (laughs) because (laughs) I don't vape tobacco. Well, so they figured out what it is. And Were they vaping uh, Jim Cramer's turds? <laughs> so, so what it turned out to be is um, there are vape cartridges that are like these little things full of oil. Yeah, yeah. Right? And uh, a lot of them have packaging that says, oh, you know, they're 98% THC or whatever. And it turns out that almost all of them on the market under certain names – which are like, by the way, all the names that you see in Ohio or anywhere where there's not legal concentrates for sale uh, yeah. have been thinned out with products that are not great for you, including... Oh, so like regular drug shit. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, and you know, take it with a grain of salt, okay? The FDA, the DEA... You know, take all this shit with a grain of salt. But uh, people are buying blank packaging for these well-known brands of vape carts, and then they're refilling them with what appears to be vitamin E, which is sort of an oil, but you cannot vape oil. When you vape rosin, that is just the extracted Rosin? R-O-S-I-N. Like, like... What's that? It is like just the THC, just the cannabinoids, and just the terpenes from the cannabis plant. And so that is really highly concentrated, so you can, like, blow some hot air off that, and you can vape it, and that's fine. Uh, Or you can mix it with glycerin, which is generally recognized as safe, your lungs can take it into your body. You process it. Glycerin is digestible. Your body can break it down. But what has happened is uh, there's like a bad batch of of 
bogus counterfeit vape cartridges that went out and legitimate looking packaging. And it's giving people something called a lipoid pneumonia, which is where you inhale oils, which have been heated, and then they collect in your lungs and you have uh, like a form of, of lung disease that comes from having pockets of oil in your lungs and it like destroys lung tissue. Uh, it's, it's real horrible for you. So, uh, that is apparently behind the recent rash of vape sickness that has been going around. Uh, it was a few people, a lot of very, a lot of people were very smug about it. They were like, ha ha, well, I stayed smoking cigarettes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and it's uh, I I don't ever like to uh, I don't ever like to laugh at people who get sick just uh, from <laughs> no I actually thematically um, and we'll get to more of this later if uh, Milo Yiannopoulos did I would laugh quite heartily only only if he was vaping out of a swastika. If he no, if he I, got if I mean, he if got, he got like terrible diarrhea, that would be very funny. Oh yeah, I mean it. Di- yeah, because I mean, you know, when it comes down to it, if it's like ah, uh, this guy didn't like had to poop a lot, like, and then he's he's fine later. It's just undignified. I think that's, yeah. I think that's fine. And he he's gonna hydrate and stuff. So I think that's I think that's fine to say that if that's how you feel. Um, I uh, so anyway, vaping is uh, uh, vaping cannabis products. Of course, if you go to a dispensary, which you have, you can beep on a fucking app, and you can and they'll deliver real weed to you yeah, from a I've dispensary. Done it many times. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. And so no worries with that. It's just basically the rest of the country because of prohibition is getting counterfeit products. And so it's directly coming from prohibition, but it's like the same old song and dance where they say, oh, well, it turns out this stuff is bad for you. That's not true. It's proliferating because of there is a degree of smugness to it, which is definitely, definitely great to see. I love seeing people be smug about. Like what different something that is definitely stopping people from like doing as many cigarettes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is a net positive. And uh IMHO. I I mean there are people who uh if you're if you're, you know, vaping nicotine, the science behind that is that yeah, you can if you have some turbo dick vaping rig that goes up to nine hundred thousand degrees, and you're right. and you're like ultra dripping with nine coils and blasting your face and all this stuff to do like dragon clouds. It heats up the vapor in such a way it creates byproducts X, Y, and Z. But if you were just like vaping like a normal human being and you're just taking in nicotine. Yeah. There are compounds that they add to cigarettes like pyrrolamine and some other uh, MAOI type ingredients uh, that are perhaps just as addictive as nicotine or more addictive than nicotine. It turns out you can get the effects you want off the nicotine. You can inhale this stuff that's generally safe. And it is, mm-hmm. just like you said, it's a total net positive for people doing this compared with smoking cigs. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, people are so fucking like, uh, just, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I don't really vape, but there's like vape culture as well. <laughs> yeah. Which is a thing. You hear about that? You hear, you hear about them doing a, the, like a, what's it called? Like a. Jay Leno being like, yeah, you hear about vaping? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's Jay Leno now. It's been a long day. I'm like, I'm fucking just suffering, just feeling sick from like nothing. Like I shouldn't really feel bad at all. I'm fine. It's it's I'm just- great just intermittently feeling extremely tired and deflated for no oh, reason. It's great, especially like when I'm like already quite just depressed. As it goes, it's very good. Oh, yeah. It's just put another layer on the sandwich, right? Put another 
shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> That's what they say in Australia. No, um, so uh, Milo Yiannopoulos is running out of money. That was the good news that we got today. Turns out that he can't sustain his crowd of like the worst pieces of shit. Yeah. And there's this whole article about his Telegram presence where he's like, I can't get like more than like 600 people to look at me. It's very funny. Very funny there. So he's like, I can't make money. I can't pay my bills, which is also just wonderful. So, uh, I I think just for people who don't know, and I'm not a hundred percent. This is a a guy who is an alt right figurehead, and he got kicked off Twitter. Is that true? Yeah. So if you don't know who this guy is, just you missed one of the biggest pieces of shit, just ever. Real fucking arsehole. Um, he is a gay guy who never the less supports all these right wing things. And it was very apparent that he was doing it for attention. Like many of these ghoulish types. And he's like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm dying. I hate, hate foreigners and shit. And it was all very tiring and boring and shit. And then he went like, he like all these conservatives loved him because unlike many of them who were mealy mouthed, nasty piece of work he was like more charming than the rest of them and the rest of them all look like the same guy sitting in the front seat of their car <laughs> yeah like yeah like yelling at aoc because she's a woman and like nevertheless so he was able to like speak more clearly and but then he went too far for even the conservatives because he made a joke about having sex with a child so that got his book deal cancelled. His book deal was cancelled. That very bad for him. And then Simon Shuster, I think, asked for his money, their money back because they were like, oh shit. Oh no, actually, maybe they just... What might have also happened there is they might have just been like, oh, we never ever Googled this guy. <laughs> yeah. We just read his vile manuscript of terrible things. And it turns out he's awful. We never looked at who he is. Or anything he's done, or what he believes in, or any of the people who follow him. So he lost his book deal. He spunked the advance. I'm I'm saying all this from memory, so if I'm wrong, just whatever. He sucks. And then he lost his book deal. He had to pay back all this money, which he didn't have, which is very bad for him. Tragedy, really. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, well, um, you know, I'll just go to Gab." And then he got nothing over there. Oh, man. And then yeah. he couldn't get anything on Telegram. So it so it turns out that even though the mainstream social networks like very much uh, wink and nudge supported hate speech up to a point just so they could maximize their audiences, right? Yes. Uh, I, I also left the part out where he got like banned from Facebook and banned from Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, a ton of these and- a ton of these guys have. Uh I think they figured and out in YouTube, really. So, so yes. they figured out that even though this stuff is, or or is still mostly tolerated on these big social media sites, if you go to the hate only social media sites, they're basically dead because you only go there to do hate speech, and you can't attract a massive audience by doing that, right? But I'm actually going to look up something because there's one very funny quote from it. And so Gab, you shouldn't be familiar, he describes as relentlessly, exhaustingly hostile and jam-packed full of teen racists who totally dictate the tone of discussion. I can't post without being called pedo and then a bunch of slurs I'm not going to say, which is very funny to me, by the way. Not the slurs, the um, the fact that he's like, what the fuck? I went on Gab and people were racist and homophobic? What? <laughs> now this was unexpected. <laughs> He's like falling in the sea. This is wet for some reason. Just, what the fuck were you expecting? Like seriously, like what was... Th- so uh, anyway, so um, he he's... And he is broke. He is flat broke, which is very funny because... Well... The... the well, it's it's funny for a number of reasons, but the funniest to me by far is that these um the all of these different like horrible motherfuckers who are like getting taken off these platforms are all like freedom of speech, freedom of speech, 
and you can't take it away from me. I'm just saying what I want. And then they get it taken away because the, the freedom of speech doesn't apply to social media. Right. Right. Because it's right. It's, it's owned by something. It's not owned by the government. If, if the government operated it, then you would have, yeah. you would be it's able. It's not a government utility. You would be and... able to argue, but still the government might shut you off and then you would have to like sue the government to say that you think that uh, uh, French people have three asses or whatever your racist yeah. belief is, right? It just, but what's amazing is like, They've, they've been so fucking proud of saying all these foul things. And then, like, the consequences come along. And they're like, whoa, whoa, wait. Wait, what? No. <laughs> I want to be racist. Why won't you let me be racist? <laughs> now, wait a second. No. I hate consequences. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about freedom of speech. but And I believe everyone should be able to say what they want, but only in the way I like it. But wait, you want to say it only in the way you like it? No. And then they, like... They just disappear. Like Alex Jones, you remember how much you used to hear from him? Yes, he was he was everywhere. And, you know, just like anything else, the people making fun of him and being like, lol, this is this guy sucks and like spreading his message around. That's why that's why I would see it. Cause it got perpetuated into my little bubble. Yeah, it just online. made it. But I, do, I have not seen shit from Alex Jones in, like, months. And this is because he got Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I know that he is off of Facebook and YouTube, and I assume Twitter, too. Yeah, and he came back on YouTube, I think, for, like, two seconds. And then they were just like, whoops, my bad, bye. And they just kicked him off again. Well, yeah, because you can't be you can't be that guy. And if they specifically no, they brought him back for like one like one final tour, I guess. Oh, did they? Okay, okay. No, he's just, he just oh. fucking sucks. <laughs> it, no, it no, he he just popped up and then and then they went. Whoops, we didn't mean to do that. And then he went away again. He was like, oh no. Well, and he had to go like fucking back on back under his fucking chair. Well, so do you think, and and this is like, uh, this is like the silver lining to me of having this wave of hate speech, and having like these massive negative vibes online. And it's not, you know, I will still talk to individual people online, and it's always been the case that if I talk to an individual person. And it's not something where they want to say something at me, but they want to have a conversation with me. Like, it's always fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it, it's still, you know, personal connections and having nice conversations with people uh, is is still uh, totally fine. In fact, we have. Uh, uh, I, I do a podcast, Garbage Brain University with. Natalie D and we have a little comment section and people right. post uh, did they pay us for that <laughs> for that call out did they I don't see any payment in um, we have I mean we make about 32 million dollars a month from this and I don't see it's gonna anything. it's gonna it's gonna double our income <laughs> okay, well what I'm saying is it better we have we have a comment section and you can only comment if you're a subscriber so if you want to say something shitty you have to pay for the privilege of saying something shitty huh. and nobody's gonna pay is that's all i was getting to is that oh, okay yeah no one's gonna honestly if depending on what it, how much i'm being paid say whatever you want <laughs> the uh so the idea of People just driving by and saying shitty things, like almost as an attempt to match the tone of what's happening online, and, yeah, seems and, really common, right? And also, just like the reason that these horrible communities exist, all those really shitty ones, so like the um, men going their own way, yeah, all those fucking bastards, people like that. The reason that those communities exist, that those communities thrive, is because. 
like young, frustrated, shitty men are like desperately trying to get any kind of hold in this world. They're trying to find someone like them. Yeah. Someone abominable like them. They find people who, instead of taking responsibility, which in many cases that responsibility would literally just be like, hey, maybe just the woman I want to have sex with, um, maybe they just don't like how I look. And maybe that's the answer. I I think everything... Instead of that, they're like, let's get in a big community of guys who all like basically say, oh, it's all right. Nah, it's their fault. That's their fault, buddy. I mean, I I think I'm like uh uh I'm like a bird. Uh, I am. I'm totally like a bird. <laughs> I'm like Sorry. base level charming, but like I I I'm bald. I'm built like a uh, Cotton Hill. Like I have an 18 inch inseam. Like my body is all torso. Uh, I I don't have any uh i don't have any hair uh right you know one of my eyes is starting to droop like the jeff bezos like the money eye uh the money eye what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> is the money eye? well see so i i uh you know you go through life and you start to get less symmetrical just because your body gets damaged like in fall hell right <laughs> Like your arm starts blinking, right? No, and so you get less symmetrical. One of my eyes, like for the past 10 years or so, has has like not opened quite so far. And like the the difference between my two eyes is growing every year. Like one of them just gets slightly more closed or the other one gets slightly more open. I I can't tell which. One of these things. Yeah, sure. But uh, I, I've taken lately to being like, that's my Bezos. That's my Jeff Bezos coming Yo, in. Yo, check out my Bezos. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the money eye. That's how you know. That's how you know I'm getting paid for. <laughs> that's how you know I'm getting paid. It's because my shit don't look good. Right. I, right. It's because my eye looked all fucked up and shit. Sup, girl? What do you think of my fucked up eye? But I'm on. Please, how'd you get in my house? <laughs> I, but I'm on. But I'm on the Midwest tier. So like every time, every time my eye droops a little bit more, it's because I got a hundred dollars. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not a large amount. It's, it's tier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very. It, I quite like that. It's like one. It's a micro Bezos. It's like a thousandth. No, it or, or micro Bezos absolutely yeah. sounds like some kind of weird like sex thing. Uh, I I have lately. Uh, so Jeff Bezos, you know, uh, immoral criminal, absolutely, uh, you know, truly awful piece of shit. You know, just just a bad guy. Just I don't. Right, and, and like, he can't be happy, but anyway, I don't know. Maybe he's happy, I don't know. But, uh... Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just leaving room for interpretation. He's, I don't think he's happy at all. I think that, I think that me and you are happier than Jeff Bezos, which is like, that's gotta suck for him. <laughs> oh, no, he feels nothing. He just, it's like, like we said a few episodes ago, it was like, um... He like looks at his dick and he's like, "Let's put away these childish things." <laughs> Let's put away these childish this, things. This 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 disgusting thing. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> he like rolls it. He like de- detaches it like a tripod. <laughs> Man puts it in a drawer and goes back to texting some random woman like. I love you, sweetie oh, baby. Oh, so here's the sweetie thing. Sweetie baby pussy cat. No, he doesn't. He The shit he says is so much worse. It's than, so funny. It's so, it's so much, much worse. My favorite Bezos phrase, and I have, because I I have compulsions like anybody else. So I will, have, I will read, I will read something, Ed, and I know you feel this. I will read something and I will be like, I just have to say this. It lodges oh, yeah, itself all the time. It lodges itself in my mind and I can't fucking help it. And I just say it. My, my thing that I say all the time is from Jeff Bezos. Well, I, 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 yeah, for me, 
it was I had this uh, bad client situation. I'm not going to give too much detail, but they got very angry and I got like an email at like two in the morning. Yeah. And the guy was like, is this really how you conduct? Uh, I need to find it. I need to find it just because it's so funny and it's because so, okay, here's an idea. So when you are talking down to someone in business, there is pretty much one word you want to spell right. And that word is business. So no, I paraphrase. No. He, so he said, is this really how you run your buenas? Oh. I can't wait for my company to destroy your buenas. And that is with three S's. I can't wait for my, like, even, even apart from the misspelling. It's just very funny. Threatening it was, it somebody. Was, no, my, it was his, it was another word. It was like his technology. I'm not going to say exactly what it was because I don't want to give any clues to what I the company does. Uh, you know, it's like, it's very much two kids in a trench coat. And the kid's very yeah. angry. And he says, I can't wait for my company to destroy your business. Your buenas. <laughs> but, boi- but buenas is something. And this was a very like, because I, I try and be a good boss. You know, I, th- I like to believe that I'm not a complete piece of shit all the time. And so I was like, to like my guy I was working with at the time. And I was like, look, man, like we're going to cancel this client. Like we can't do this anymore. It fucking sucks. Like, I know you're stressed. I'm stressed. We're just going to leave it. And then we tried to, and like shit went sideways. And, and then to get this, it was great as well to get this because especially during a very stressful time. Yeah. You genuinely don't want, you don't want someone you, you need, it's really good to have like a tension breaker. Oh yeah. And yeah. the tension breaker being like, Buenas is fucking like Buenas, especially because Buenas rhymes with penis. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. like, like one of my colleagues and I just very late. been like, Buenas, ah, my Buenas hurts. And just fucking great shit. It's just impossible. Not- it's also very immature. Well, well, I mean, you only have, so much time you know you have to do you have to do what your brain stem wants like your brain yes. might have very high minded you might have some section of your brain and this is the part of your brain that like was on stage and picks up your degrees for you you know what i mean like goes yeah. on stage the and, autopilot yeah very dignified picks up your degrees for you and types out your resume and stuff but there's like the animal part of your brain that likes watching live car chases and yeah. you know you're listening to rap and you're like i need to turn this i need to turn this up so much that my fucking car breaks from the rap yeah right like that's exactly you, you just you got to give in because that's really, uh, you know, especially if you believe in like ontology or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's like that's what developed first. Actually, humans are, are well, the like. The part of your brain that likes hearing rap music so loudly that it breaks your car. Yeah. Yeah. Just the the anything rhythmic, anything rhythmic. I really enjoyed the idea of like. Like, how do you break your car with rap music? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're putting me on the spot. You've never. No, 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 no. Never... Just like, no. I'm not saying like you know. No, it's I'm like, saying, like no. It like you brown your car out. You've never done that. <laughs> no. Like you know, like all the dashboard shit, like flickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so just the idea that like all the dashboards, like, you know, all the stuff on the day, like the check engine, light, just turn it on and off and you're like, ah, you turn it down. Right. But instead of that, you turn it, you turn it up because your little brainstem part that's controlling your breathing and like makes you walk down a sidewalk. That part's like, yeah, turn it up more. This is great. This rocks ass. Pumped up. Oh, that rules. No, you gotta you gotta do that. My Bezos phrase that always comes to mind is Jeff Bezos sent a text message. And uh is it is it wrong to leak people's text messages to the media? What if they're very funny? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna make an exemption. 
And also, he has everybody's money, so fuck him. Like, you just have to... There's just a point where you take everybody's money from bringing them grocery bags full of Snapple, and you just, like, fuck them, right? But Jeff Bezos sent a little cutesy text message now I I've said you have what did he say? Do you have it in front of you? He says Hello, alive girl. That's it. Okay, cool. Three words to his fucking girlfriend. He says That's it. Hello, oh. alive girl. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> and just since then it's just like, it's and then it's just his penis is no it just it's just that he was like this is the cutest thing he could think of like and and you know i i like sending funny text messages to my friends and i i like saying funny i'm gonna start sending hello a live girl to you (laughs) you should (laughs) just my i wake up uh uh drew toothpaste awoke from uneasy dreams like i lean over i pick up my phone and it just says ed zitron Hello, alive girl. Hello, alive girl. <laughs> Are you ready to log on today? <laughs> yeah, come to the yacht in the next 45 minutes, right? Come to my super yacht. So, oh, sorry. Shit. Super. No, that's what he that's what he's got though. What's the what's the difference between yacht and super yacht? I do not know. I mean, but besides the obvious. <laughs> Beside the, f- I guess just one is bigger. It, I mean, yeah. It, uh, if I if I had to guess, I would say a super yacht, like a super set, like in uh, like in math. I think a super get- a super yacht, like maybe encompasses like the powers of more than it's one. It's probably yacht. just longer, like a longer yacht. Yeah, they yeah. It's some rich guy just made the biggest yacht, and then he said super yacht, and then everything that was that big or bigger from then on is probably a super yacht. Like, that's how that shit goes, right? Yeah. Like, let's just look. What is is super yacht? Large, luxurious, ranging from 24 meters to more than 180 meters in length. Oh man, that's yachts, baby! My robotic mech suit is not even twenty-four meters in I size. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, shit. My yacht's not even like my yacht is only twenty-three and a half meters long. That is a that's a it's bull, pretty fucking pathetic. That's a little miniature yacht. <laughs> it's nothing compared to your yacht. Just I love the and. What really pissed me off is actually like a bit that I started was when I found like Super Yacht magazine. I don't know how I fell across like Super Yacht magazine. Yeah. But I did. And it had this insane thing about like managing your media on Super Yachts. Oh, yeah. Like your like your pirate downloads. No, no. Worse. It's like you have a guy who like goes in your yacht and rips all your Blu-rays. <laughs> that's really like just the idea of having a dvd butler is like (laughs) well like i i didn't really read too deeply i just was maniacally screenshotting the entire time (laughs) just like this is so so fucking good you're like there's shit just like just like drinking it in like they're gonna they're gonna find out they're gonna do a credential check and lock me out. I gotta screenshot this shit. Yeah, I got I gotta make sure make sure they don't fucking like realize that I'm onto them and they're very funny stories. <laughs> the uh, uh man, I love the super. But it was like all about these like ethics and super yacht thing. There's like a whole fucking thing. I and I don't know. I mean, maybe. If maybe if something happens and you get crazy like Bezos rich, maybe something happens in your mind and see for me the idea of having like 
somebody wandering around my house is like very, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's, I've had a cleaner in once or twice. It's nice. I I don't know. It's just like having, having somebody wandering around your house and like being on a boat and like some other guys floating the boat. And also your boat being your house. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm like not even, I'm so, I'm just. You don't even know how to use a super yacht. No, and if you you come to my super yacht and I'm like, hey, Drew, come use like my uh, Blu-ray machine. You'd be like, I don't know what that is. And I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Sven, Sven, my Blu-ray guy is desperately like looking at his feet and everyone's shaking their heads. And I'm, I'm pulling the big lever labeled DVD and nothing is happening. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And everyone there knows what it is, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, oh man, I would... Oh, this guy again. I No, I would absolutely... I don't think I could... I don't think I, I would have anything, like, thematically to talk about. If I was on a, if I was on a super yacht... Like with uh uh with whoever, you know what I'm saying? Like Bezos or yeah. whoever. Uh if you're on the super yacht, like there's nothing and I mean you could tell these people stories, but like you would be a curiosity. And that's something that's like not a good feeling. I like hey you know, I, I have friends, I'll hang out with my friends and like we we all are like we have many things in common and we grew up a certain way in a certain part of the country. And just the way that we look at stuff is like uh, uh, the same a lot. And, you know, I think, Ed, like uh, me and you look at a lot of things in the same way, even though we didn't grow up in the same country even. Yeah. Right. And and so there's just like a, a vibe among people who were like on the same level. And I just think if you're, if you're on that level, like you're just, you're like not human and not in the good way, like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Well, that's no, that's not what Rob Zombie. You're less human. Zombie said you're, yeah, you're, you're less human. You're less human than human. (laughs) Which is based on something completely different. No, it is. I, you know, I feel like Rob Zombie was not on a super yacht when he wrote that, or uh, uh, that'd be very funny. Uh, w- Psycho Sex Music Volume One, isn't that what the what that album was called? Something like that. Uh, Sexy Swinging Sounds, I believe it was called. Man. Yep. That's what it was called, Sexy Swinging Sounds. What a great guy. I wish he was more online. But he, you know what? If there was ever going to be a guy who was, like, extremely racist, though, <laughs> like, that would be one I'd worry about, you know? Uh, you know I mean? Yeah, like, I hope, he, I hope he's not. Oh, but check this out. Check this out. So, yeah. uh, growing up, you know, I listened to Guns N' Roses because I grew up yes. in Ohio. And, uh, you know, there was a bunch of... Is that an Ohio thing? Or? No, I mean, it's an everywhere thing. But, I mean, it was it was popular here is all I'm saying. And, uh, you know, there were a bunch of songs that were, like, not 100. Like, songs about beating your girlfriend up and stuff. Like, oh, cool. not really great. But Axl Rose, like, kind of turned into a... It, into a guy who is like socialisty, and he is it, and he did he and he yeah and he goes online he posts stuff that's like all right. I mean I shit. Well I know Serge. I I know Serge Tonking Tanky Can from uh, System of a Down. I know he like did something. I know he fucked up somewhere. I don't really know where. Yeah, I, I no, I I I do not know. That was like uh, uh, I I don't know, and that's the thing. That's one thing that I've become. I, it's become really exhausting with the internet at the moment for me, and it's like this consistent worry I have that like I'll wake up tomorrow and like 
one of my much loved musicians will like have tweeted that Trump is the answer or that Q is real. Well, that's one that I always worry about. You know, something that I read. It, do you know Nick Cave or have you heard of of uh, Nick Cave of the Bad Seeds? Yeah. yeah, he's always walking around Heathrow Airport in yeah in London. Yeah, I see him there all the fucking time. Well, you know, he's know he's a cool guy, cool music, really interesting. I I've liked reading his writing he's done before, and he wrote something recently about Morrissey. Now I've I've always Who loved sucks. I've always loved Morrissey's music though. It the music right. is so good. And yeah, if you go back a hundred percent And you go, read anything he said. Yeah, even even before any of the shit even before he was like ever asked about anything political. Like you go back all the way to the Smiths and he was writing horrible shit and then you know back he? like i didn't know i didn't know he was that like fucking i mean back in the i mean there was like national front disco and bengali and platforms like all this stuff but you go back even like into the 80s right and uh the idea was and this is coming up of course again and again because you know nothing is new uh Everybody assumed he was being funny about it when he said stuff like England for the English, right? Oh, yeah, that's not a joke with him. (laughs) No, and it turned out that that is actually his whole thing is he's super right wing and anti-immigration and stuff. But anyway, I read this piece by Nick Cave. And if you like Morrissey, you owe it to yourself to go and look it up. And here's basically what he said. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, he actually wrote it quite eloquently, as you would imagine. But he basically said, look, if you like Morrissey, if Morrissey is a part of your cultural life, if the music is part of your musical life, you know, if you hear the songs in your head, you you have the songs. I mean, you don't own the intellectual property, but that's a matter of, you know, man's man's construction of, of laws and property, right? If you have yeah. it and it's in your head, nobody can take it away from you. You know, Morrissey has a beautiful voice. He wrote a bunch of, of really great songs. And so he's a shithead. But you are not a shithead. You don't have to be a shithead if you like a song that sounds nice, right? If what you get out of a song that you listen to by yourself is that you enjoy it and it makes your life better, all you really have to do is just accept that it's yours. You heard it. It's in your head. Right, it's just very much like the guy that says "bleeness" to you. That's gone. He has not thought about that ever since that happened. Morrissey is over in his mansion in L.A., like throwing his old roses out of all of his vases and putting new roses in, and writing letters to NME about how he wishes the French people would quit having so many asses because the <laughs> the French have four to five asses at all times and he thinks it's a real uh, a real travesty and you know they should save some for the english and all this but uh, you know it's it's just i've really taken that to heart that you know you like something that's observational you like something that has a nice melody in in chords and makes you feel a certain way the music has emotion you relate to the lyrics in a non-racist way because you're not a xenophobic. You're not thinking of it like in the racist way. Right. And you know, it's, it's just really, it's really hard, especially because, uh, I know that Morrissey has always been really big in, in the Latino community. And wait, what? Yeah, you need you need to you need to check it out. Morrissey, I'll say it again. Morrissey has always been huge in the Latino community. 
It just, hmm. for whatever reason. And I'm sure, I'm sure there was like an etymology or something where it, where it happened, where, you know, folks really just relate to it. People with a certain background really like the sound and the lyrics and the music and the little dances he does or, or whatever. They like the sum of everything because they're appreciating the music. And I really like the idea that those people were not like fooled into listening to something racist and xenophobic that they were listening. Yeah, I don't think it's, yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. I don't even think it's that thought out. Most people don't even listen to the lyrics of the songs they're listening to. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like they just don't. And I think that so it's like, I mean, <laughs> I haven't, point, yeah. I haven't gone and looked up. I mean, I have listened to REM for, uh, uh, at this point, thirty years, which is kind, yeah, which is kind of weird. But uh, and yeah, you know, they're all like socialist lefties, whatever. Michael Stipe is like anti-Bush and everything, whatever. Uh, but if if they weren't like, I don't spend a lot of time reading about REM. It's just something that I've always listened to, and I listen to every now and again. I don't look them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very easy. Like if checking in on them, right, right. No, and if somebody popped up and told me, uh, uh, Michael Stipe said uh, a girl's boob was like a candle of sin, I would be like, "Well, (laughs) that sucks." (laughs) I'd laugh very hard. Yeah, that'd be very funny. Yeah, that sucks, but I could still, right, I could still listen to, I I could still listen to the song. The song is influential to me, sonically. I don't remember what you said. It's gone already. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I like just how, you know, Ed, I, I read once that, memory the reason why memory is so hard and it's just like trying to look at the bottom of a muddy lake and the reason is you don't actually remember the things that happened to you early in your life you remember a memory of that or more precisely by the time you get to our age you remember remembering a memory that you had when you were very little. And so that's why it, it always seems like you can never quite remember everything about it. You can, you can feel the vibe of what it was like to be in a certain place. You can feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so the idea that somebody could come along and say, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to have something in your head. Certainly, you know, don't go and buy more. Don't go and buy the new Morrissey album. He's a piece of shit. Pirate it yeah. if you want to listen to it. But now that he's being an overt racist, I don't know if it's just subjectively or not, but like most of his new stuff, not that good anyway. And like by the time somebody's made like 50 albums, there's like one or two artists that can still make good albums after making 50 of them, right? Yeah. So Exactly. You know. It's like not even yeah. you're not you're not supporting an artist by listening to their work for free anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, I mean, it sucks. I I wish like there was a way they actually made money on this streaming, but who know, who the fuck knows at this point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's the silver lining to musicians getting totally fucked over. Is if in the future they get canceled, you can be like, didn't give them a dime. <laughs> well, <laughs> I fucked them over. <laughs> all right, I think that that's that's a good episode in the bag. Though we all hate Morrissey now. Good time to hate that piece of shit. Fuck Morrissey. <laughs> fuck the fuck the Morrissey, a new uh, podcast online. I think uh 
I think there would be some folks who are better at talking about music and know more about it than I do. Oh, significantly more than me. I I think there are people who could stretch that concept out. Just take it and run with it. If you like, if you if you like it, it's yours. Hundred yeah, go for it. A hundred dollar idea thrown to the masses, just like all the rest. Just like yeah, my exactly. my Jeff Bezos eye. Just every every I love little... the idea of the Jeff Bezos eye. That's fucking. It's like so the good. it's like the portrait of Dorian Gray. Like it ratchets down a little bit every time I make a hundred dollars. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very fun. I enjoy that a great deal. All right, folks. That's I think that that's an episode in the bag. Swag. Hey, thanks again for listening. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes. Peep them out. iTunes.com. Peep them out. Listen to us. We got this is the thirty eighth episode, so we got a shitload more for you to listen to if you're new. And we to got it. we got so much more to say, just not today. And check That's out sick. check out Ed. He's at Ed Zitron. Check out me. I'm at Drew Toothpaste. We're on Twitter. The site that he's also at Ed Zitron. I <laughs> that would be that would be a twist. Whoa. That would be what? a. What? We're gonna. This is a cliffhanger. We're gonna talk more about that twist next episode. So, 